Full Circle Podcast with Julie, Glenn and Phil. Exploring and expanding the consciousness. Learning from each other. We discuss and explore our journeys of spiritual development. You are now tuned in to the Full Circle Frequency. Hello and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. Hello, Phil. Hello. How are you both? Very hot. It's been a hot day today, hasn't it? Yeah. Or this yeah. week has, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, I think it was touching 30, was nearly 30 degrees, wasn't it? Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah oh, fantastic week. And, and really, do you know what? I've picked a really good week to have annual leave. You have so indeed. I'm quite Definitely. pleased with that. Quite pleased with that. Mm. Um, and what have you been doing? Have you been enjoying some time off in nature? Or? Yeah, actually, um, on Monday... I went into uh, the Peak District, um, spent some time at Arbolo, one of the stone circles there. Mm. Um, I went for a lovely massage. I had a lovely yeah. massage on Tuesday. So just Fantastic. things like that, really. Yeah. So self-care. It's been a week Nurturing. of self-care. Treated yeah. yourself. Yeah. Like it. What about yeah. you both? What about you two? Busy week for me uh, with the fishies, moving fish around and uh, lots of healing sessions and yoga classes. So uh, Yoga outside as well. In, outside at the lovely the Clumber Park, yeah. I'll get another plug in with, for that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a lovely place actually. We should really start and put some links for ourselves on the mm. uh, episode, shouldn't we? So yeah, 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 definitely. We'll put a link in for that, Julie, for this episode okay. as well. Well, yeah. for me, I've been doing uh, lots of spiritual work, obviously, readings and things, uh, teaching online, and I've uh, been doing quite a lot of uh, live videos as well this week to help people, you know, just give them that sort of food for thought uh, yeah. and help them in, in that respect. So, yeah, it's been a, a, a steady week, but a productive one for me. Good. So this episode... Um, quite a special one, really. Mm-hmm. Keeping it in the family, aren't we, Glenn? Yeah. I'm cringing, um, and I'm sure my two daughters are. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you're uh, scared, Glenn. <laughs> I am, yeah. Um, anxious. I can feel it. I can feel it coming off you, Glenn. Yep. <laughs> so, we've all been a teenager. We've all been there. Um, yeah. But I'm pretty sure we forget what it's like, don't we? Mm. Um. So I'm really excited actually about this episode and having that. Um, it's a different uh, younger perspective. Yeah, having that perspective from two teenagers. So please welcome Amy <laughs> and Lucy. Hello. Hi girls, how are you both? <laughs> Good, thank you. So let's, I'll introduce one at a time then. So Lucy first, um, if you can tell us your name and where you come from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Lucy. Um, 
Yes, um, <laughs> I am your dad. Uh, my dad is Glenn. Okay, and where are you from? Are you from planet Earth or? No, I'm from Mars. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Brilliant, okay. And I then we have Amy. Hello. As well. Hi, Amy, how are um, you? Good, thank you. Have you had a good week? No. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. What's, what's been wrong this week? School. Okay, mm. okay. Is there a reason? Do you, do you not like school or? No, it's just mock exams are coming up and it's a bit stressful. Right, okay. Mm. It'll be worth it in the end though, won't it? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So this episode, um, we're going to title it, um, I suppose we should title it My Dad's Medium. People say I'm a large. Um, but I think it would be it, it's, it would be nice to hear from you both about your perspective of spirituality and what it's like to grow up in spirituality and what it's like to grow up with a dad who is a medium. medium. And actually, before we start, let's not let's let's not skirt around the elephant in the room. Um, <laughs> It's fascinating, Julie, don't you think, when you realise somebody has a talent yes. um, for impressions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. right. So oh, I think yeah. before we start, we should have... <laughs> that a, elephant in the room. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should have a, a, a zippy impression. Oh, oh got one. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think you should imp- introduce the episode, Glenn, as zippy. Um, uh, I can only say that his phrases. Well, that'll do. That'll do. Oh, no, Jeffrey. Why don't you read us a bedtime story? <laughs> oh, Zippy, no. You, we don't want a bedtime story today, do we? I want a bedtime story. Otherwise, I won't sleep, George. Oh, you are naughty, Zippy. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so girls what's it like being growing up what's it like growing up with, growing zippy. Up with zippy zippy and george it's great <laughs> how to embarrass your children in oh. two voices <coughs> i rolled enjoyed that i was uh, yeah. fantastic <laughs> okay okay right so can you tell us a little bit about, because I know you both have had experiences with energies mm-hmm. and spirit. Do, yeah. what, do you want to tell us a little bit about those experiences that you've had? Um, sure. <laughs> um, so I see a lot of energy everywhere I go. And I really just want to learn more about that and like, Learn how to communicate with them properly and like safely. That's good. Yeah. So when you say you see energy everywhere, how how do you mean everywhere? Is is it is it people or colours? Um, it depends on, like, different people have different colours. If yeah. you know what I mean. I do. Yeah. Um, I see them anywhere in the car, in the street, in. Um, the hallways, everywhere. Everywhere. Is this on a regular basis, like all the time, or? Yeah, like, 
if I'm just sat in like a lesson or something and I see something in the corner I'm just like oh I know you're there and it's kind of nice to have some someone always there so you know you're never truly alone mm, that's very good how about you Lucy um so I just see like I don't know the real word but um like shapes and figures and stuff um yeah. mostly in our house um and then I hear some noises and like animal noises and sometimes people speaking and stuff like that right yeah so so you're seeing and you're hearing yeah yeah and um sometimes I can feel energies as well um so whenever I like go into a certain place sometimes um I wouldn't really feel that right you're picking up on the atmosphere yeah yeah um and then sometimes like objects as well um it might not make me like want to go near it and yeah. stuff um and that's about it that's very good isn't it yeah, mm. lots there, yeah. 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 A lot of different elements I think we can all relate to atmospheres and different sensations when you go into a room. You can, uh, you can tell what, you, the, what the mood is, can't you? And do you feel comfortable with uh, seeing and feeling and hearing those things, both of you? Yeah, it's sort of a nice feeling, but <coughs> then there's the other side of it, and it can get a bit negative, which sometimes can be pretty intense. Okay, well, can you tell us a little bit about that? What you mean by negative? Um, well, once on holiday, we went into an antique shop. Yeah. And I saw this doctor's briefcase. And it made me really upset because I know some that would have been some horrible, um, mm. like, experiences and everything. And I just picked up on that energy and it was awful. So I kind of started to, like, well up a bit and then... Um, it just went and wait out, waited outside because I couldn't handle that heavy energy. Yeah, uh -oh. felt weighed down by it, and you were empathically picking up the emotions. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask? Do you both feel that you are open to energies more so because you have a parent that's open to energy and has nurtured that? in you both um definitely if he wasn't there to teach us about things and show us that it's okay and like there's nothing to be scared of it would have yeah it would have i would have ignored it if that wasn't the case yeah so it's become natural and part of your life yeah mm -hmm. it's not sort of a hobby it's all the time <coughs> who you are isn't it mm -hmm. you are as a person yeah when would you say you embraced all of this i would say because you're 15 now aren't you amy yeah so let's do it in terms of years when when did this start occurring i would say about three to four years ago when we started going to those spiritual 
group um, okay. things and just hearing everyone and hearing the accuracy and feeling the energy in the room. It was just amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, what about you, Lucy? Um, yeah, more or less the same time as Amy, but um, maybe a little bit before because um, at our grand's house, sometimes we used to feel a lot of energies and stuff and yeah, stuff like that. Well, I remember a time, uh, Lucy, when you was at um, primary school. And I would have to brush your hair in the morning to get you ready. This is how long ago that was. Mm. And I'd be thinking, I'd have a thought in my head. I, I wouldn't speak it out loud. And within a second of thinking that thought, you would say it straight away. Mm. And I hadn't told it to you. So I feel as though you've had this gift quite some time where you can pick on, up on people's thoughts. Yeah. Mm. And you still do it now, don't you, with uh, with people? Yeah. Um, also, sometimes it's like emotions as well. So um, if someone's feeling sad and nearly crying and stuff, I would do that too. And mm. I wouldn't even know why sometimes. Yeah. People say, don't they, that our original <clears throat> way of communicating is... Um, telepathy. Yes. Don't We've they? talked about that before. Yeah. Been on yeah. Their podcast. Brilliant. Do you both make time for meditation or anything like that? Sometimes if I can't sleep very well, I have this app that dad recommended and I spend 20 minutes just lying there peacefully and it really helps mm. like that. Any particular meditations that you like to do? Any guided meditations that you think, actually, I really like to do that sort of meditation? Um, <clears throat> no, not really. I just set a timer and then some... Is it music like, that comes Sounds, on? Yeah. yeah. That, like raindrops or something like that. It's quite soothing. So you just lie there and take control of, like, your breath and everything, and it's really calming. So the nature sounds are helping mm. you to yeah. relax and calm down. I should imagine that would help with the, your exams and your, you know, studying and revision. Yeah, as well. It does because it clears your mind a bit, and because you're focusing on the sound or the breathing, it makes you forget about everything else. And I think that's really nice. Just to have that <coughs> moment. That sums meditation up, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds of, sounds of nature, so listening to those sounds of nature <clears throat> has the same effect as being, being nature, in nature as well. Mm. Same as seeing nature. If you were to see nature through a window, um, that would have the same effect as well. So that's really nice. Mm. And that those... Um, those, those nature sound meditations actually really help you to focus on um that one thing don't they that that one point yeah, isn't it yeah yeah your so mind's clearness yeah mm. what's it been like growing up with a parent that is a medium um it's been really cool actually because um 
we got like led into knowing how to knowing the different like stuff about crystals and then um sometimes just the little things and then um teaching us about all the spirits and everything <clears throat> yeah. yeah i remember the day he told us what he did for like a job and everything mm. it was the same day we went to this like fair thing and there was like drumming and crystals and like wow. everything and i remember just looking around and i was like this is cool <laughs> 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 yeah once he said it in my brain it was like that makes a lot of sense you know mm. And do you like crystals and drums? I like crystals. They're very um, soothing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the drumming is just fascinating because it's just a beat, but that beat can do so much, if you know what I mean. Absolutely, mm. yeah. Do you have any favourite crystals? I was that just going like to say that. Sorry, you read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, we got gifted a lot of crystals in this basket and it's, I don't know what you would call it, but it's a chakra crystal mm -hmm. Oh right. Okay. and it's kind of a sage green and that has really good energy on it. That's probably my favourite. The green one, yeah, could be it. Adventuring. Well, that would be the heart chakra, yeah. wouldn't it? I think yeah. you got a chakra pack, <clears throat> didn't you? Yeah. Um, probably green adventuring or it could be a jade. Yeah. It's like light green and it's got the Star of David on it, I think. Mm. I think it's really, when dad picked it up, he was like, this has really positive energy. And it does. If you hold it, it just relaxes you. Mm. Yeah. Um, and also when I was like a bit younger, um, I used to be kind of, on to this one blue crystal what dad had yeah um and then some amethysts um yeah, purple one yeah they're a few of my favorites mm. lucy can you tell the story about that crystal that you you got for me and brought it home <laughs> oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've got to tell this this is sacred crystal <laughs> oh, I've still got it yeah. today. Oh. Yes, one of my prized possessions. Right. Um, it's actually the best crystal anyone could ever see. Wow. Oh. <laughs> so I looked on the floor and it was really cool. So I picked it up and I showed Dad and I was like, Dad, look how cool this crystal is. And then it was a bit of tarmac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. She was so proud of it. It was so funny. And I've still got it. Still on my got shirt. it now. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. It's still there. Let's not let's not forget that that piece of tarmac will still hold energy. Yeah. And is therefore <coughs> therefore programmable to whatever you to however <coughs> you would like that to work with you. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Do you both have a drum? You were saying you like drumming. Do you have a drum? No. We oh. just listen to Dad, and it's, like, really cool. Do you talk to other people about spirituality and crystals and things? Um, yeah, sometimes. Um, I used to do it more in primary because sometimes stuff would happen 
um, and then now not as much but some more people are a bit open to it yeah mm. do, you, do you feel that you don't talk about it so much because people just might think it's a bit weird and definitely yeah yeah since like i used to be really open about it um at the start of like secondary and everything but now i'm like towards the end everyone's a lot more opinionated yeah Mm -hmm. um it's it's not the best but there's still them few people that you can talk to about it and they're open to it and Mm. they'll support you that's good yeah well, we're all different, aren't we? And I suppose uh, their journey hasn't started yet. Yeah. yeah. Or that. Yeah. You're a little bit ahead there, aren't you? So, uh, yeah. They're becoming more popular now, I think. You know, crystals, definitely. Mm-hmm. There's, everyone's talking about crystals at the moment. Yeah. They're so beautiful, though, aren't they? And like you say, the energy they give off. Get some nice jewellery with them on as well, don't you? And so mm. it can be quite, like you say, fashionable in, in that sense. Yeah very um spirituality actually can be quite fashionable can't it with celebrities and things like that um and celebrities as peers Mm. um i don't know if we should be talking about Meghan markle or anything like that but um she's a reiki master doesn't she do yoga as well yeah i think she does yoga (laughs) yeah Mm. so People like that are really into um, spirituality and holistic therapies and things. Mm. So it's quite big. And it's quite big. It is quite big in America anyway, isn't it? Mm. So, Glenn, can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. Have you always been open to the girls about what you do? Or was there a certain age where you thought, actually, they will understand that now? Mm. Um, I, I would say I've always been open, um, but I don't like to force this on anybody sort of thing. So when there was inquisitive, I, I told them, you know, I was open and honest and I told them what things were and how they worked, but I didn't want to be a pushy parent in that respect. So they would have seen me, um, working with crystals and that from a young age and also with the cards um but at that age they wouldn't have understood so i've kind of like i say when they was ready they they came to me and asked and and that was it really yeah i think uh, the girls had a a go of the cards they have haven't they is that right is it angel cards or that's right yeah angel tarot cards that was it Um, and yeah, we had a, a session. I showed the girls um, how to uh, start and use the cards in terms of uh, generating a reading for themselves mm. and, and obviously others as well to help. So, And how uh, did that go then, girls? <laughs> it went really well. I thought it would be trickier, but it came naturally for both of us. It was mm. quite a surprise. Yeah. So you were able to tune into the card and pick the energy from the card. Yeah. Um, Um, And when you, like, read the images as well and take from 
the pictures and describe the other deeper meanings of them. Um, surprisingly, I was pretty good at that. Um, and I never really realised the stuff what I was saying and it just came like naturally. Just came out, yeah. Mm. Mm. You surprised yourself, didn't you? Because your eyes were really wide and you were saying, I don't know how I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, I was reading all the stuff right because usually it's like um, I'm dyslexic so reading's kind of hard. Um, when I was reading, like, in the books, what you get and other deeper meanings as well, I wasn't really, like, stuttering and everything. So it was just naturally coming from, from your higher self then? Yeah. Mm. That's good. Mm. And actually, you're both quite creative, aren't you, um, with writing and drawing? <clears throat> yeah. Do you feel that? Do you feel that what you, some of the stuff that you write and draw, is also channeled? Do you feel that that is inspired? Yeah, I mean, I dream a lot, and some dreams are hard to explain, but it's incredibly real, sort yeah. of thing. And I write often about my dreams. So you keep a journal then? Sort really? of. Yeah. I I do have a diary, but they're so vivid that I can, rem I can remember them in full yeah. detail. You put them in a story mm -hmm. format, don't you, Amy? Yeah. And then I expand them and everything. And I, I don't like to pry. Is there anything that you could tell us around one of those? <coughs> or if, um, It doesn't matter if you yeah. don't want to. Um. Yeah. Um... It was, it was sort of like, it's hard to explain, but there was two children and all they wanted to do in the world was to go see a puppet show with their parents, but their parents were always working, so they could never do that. <clears throat> and one day their nanny took them to like this clothes shop and there was like a door that was, <clears throat> they were drawn to this door, so they opened it and... There was, like, clothes, but, like, in the shape of stairs, so they were climbing and <clears throat> going through all these passageways made of different clothes. And they eventually got to this hatch thing, so they opened the hatch, and it was a puppet theatre. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so they were really excited, and they went into the puppet theatre. But there was a clock on the wall, um, and they were watching and having their time of their lives. But the clock was going five times the speed that it should. So to them, an hour <clears throat> was an hour, but the clock was turning. So an hour was like a year or something. Mm. Um, they were there for a, a, about a day, sat in there having fun. And then when they left, the clothes went that time period. They were 60s instead of 40s. Mm. So they went out into the shop and through the door and they weren't children anymore once they passed the door because that time had gone by without them knowing. Right. So they were adults and it There's was... a lesson there, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. And I'm currently writing something about that. It's quite interesting. Mm. 
Have you had... <coughs> Sorry. Have you thought... Have you thought about what that dream might mean to you? Or so I was always told that if, if you dream about different people that are still dreaming about an aspect of yourself... Mm. Um, time speeding up, time passing you by. I just, I just got a word in my head and it was <clears throat> lost time. Lost time, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's quite important in today, really, because we're just wasting our time that we could be spending elsewhere, sort of thing. Yeah. Was this dream recent? Like last year, this year, um, a few weeks ago? It was like two weeks ago. So pretty recent then. Is it a recurring yeah. dream? Have you dreamt it before? or was? There's been, since that dream, and I've been having dreams that have, included either the puppet show or the clock or the cat or the two children or like the clothes or something like that it's all connected yeah a lot of symbolism in there obviously yeah. the cat animal totem as mm. well the mm. loss the lost mm. time which the, this last couple of years yeah has been yeah time has been lost in some shape or form yeah mm. So, Lucy, uh, what about um, your drawing is your special talent, isn't it? Your gift. Yeah. And can you tell us how you feel and when you're doing that and how that came to be? Um, I'm not really sure, to be honest. I've always, like, been drawing and stuff. Um, but sometimes I just draw what comes to mind um mostly i'm drawing eyes at the minute um because you know i'm pretty like fascinated with eyes Mm -hmm. and different face shapes and stuff so just trying to practice more on them you do model making as well don't you yeah sometimes Fascination with eyes. Uh, mm. Can you explain about your fascination with the eyes and the face shapes? Um, I'm not really sure, to be honest. It's just like... What's really, the feeling? Yeah, it's just like really cool to think about how all of us are different and we all have like different lips and noses and eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's always been that saying that eyes are the window to the soul. I was just going to say that. Well. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you must be psychic, Amy. Mm. Must be. Have you ever tried drawing um, a spirit guide or anything like that? Do you know, with you concentrating on facial features, mm. have um, you tried drawing a spirit guide? Well, probably like years ago. I kind of, I think I pretended that I was, but it was just a random face. So, because before Dad has showed um, me and Amy that what he can do and like the channeling with the drawings and stuff. So Mm. I kind of wanted to do that, but I probably faked it. Why, Why do you say that? Um, Do you think you doubt that you actually did? draw um a spirit guide um 
Yeah, because the face wasn't good at all. Um, and I can kind of remember it. I was just like thinking to myself that like, I'm going to pretend that I did this so I could show dad. But the thing with the face is that faces don't have to be perfect. Exactly. Um, a, a spirit face or guide can come through in any shape or form. So maybe that, that was just a thought in your head there. And maybe it was perfect after all. Yeah. yeah. The fact that you was open mm. to doing it is that's half the battle won, really. Yeah. Um, just allow it to be. Allow it to come through as, as it is intended to. Yeah. Yes. I was just going to say, if I tried to draw a spirit guide, who was the artist that used to, that, um, used to draw stick men? Painted. Oh, is it painted? Is it yes, Larry? yeah. <laughs> That's what you would get. <laughs> well, he was a talented man. Matchstick men with matchstick cats and dogs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. It's all a creation, isn't it, of sorts? Yeah. So, girls, have you got any advice for other teenagers that might be listening about um, their spiritual gifts or how to um, how to be open to them um, probably just don't be scared of what other people think and um, if they're not like if they're like judgmental and stuff to just try and ignore them because like you're doing what you like and you know it's not great for them to put you down with what you want to do <clears throat> good advice um, yeah. yeah i would say because teenagers are so like stigmatized to be like bad and rude and everything you shouldn't be obligated to fall into that stigma about things if you're feeling the spiritual calling, as they would say. Mm-hmm. Don't try and ignore it to fit into the crowd. You should embrace it and practice it as much as you can and you never know what you might achieve. Mm-hmm. Very wise mm. words. Yeah. Like how does it make you feel that how does it make you feel that people assume because you are teenagers, you are a certain mm. way, you do certain things. How does that make how does, like a stereotype? Yeah. Doesn't how it? does that make you feel? Quite disappointed. Yeah, because people are just so much more than the rudeness and the oh I'll do it later, mom, or something like that. It yeah, people are just so much more and in. It's hard to explain, but you want to be able to show people, I'm not like this. But even if you do, they won't listen because of that constant stigma. Yeah. I think what you're saying is that there's a majority, or there can be quite a lot of teenagers that may fall or may not fall into that category. And it it really, you shouldn't think that about everybody. That's good thing in life mm. as a whole you know that we're all different we're all unique yeah. yeah yeah and like um 
the stereotypes of just being lazy for no reason and because there could actually be a reason why and it's just great to like keep checking up on them even if they don't like it because it could be something more than like just being lazy mm -hmm. and yeah do you think that teenagers are very they feel a lot do you think that's why they don't say things sometimes or they can come across in different ways definitely are they sensitive yeah there's a constant fear of being judged or something so that fear mixed with all the other emotions that they're feeling becomes a little too much sometimes and that can lead to a lot of things but because everyone's so judgmental and trying to make everyone think that they're normal, it's draining. I mean, you it's, need... It's not it, it's not sustainable, is it, to, to pretend <laughs> to be normal or whatever. You know, you have to yeah. be how you have to be to be happy. Yeah. So that's why I think being spiritual is a release of that negative energy because if you meditate and work with crystals and cards you can help other people and yourself so it makes you and other people feel like that fear isn't necessary yeah yeah that's good mm -hmm. so you both you you both obviously teenagers and we know that the teenage years are emotional mm -hmm. yeah. aren't they my <clears throat> niece is really quite emotional to be honest um and it can seem like a battle can't it working through different emotions mm. how do you both work through emotions or deal with emotions well i actually wrote this thing not long ago and it described the mind as like a rainforest mm -hmm um bright and sunny during the day but at night it's when the darkness creeps in and the rain starts and you start to think of everything that's happened during the day and you just forget that beauty of what happened but like in the rainforest there's flowers and sunlight and beautiful animals and everything but at night they all hide away if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, that's very good. Yeah. Very mm. vivid descriptions there. I think we was all in a bit visualising that, weren't we? Yeah. As oh, you we were speaking. We were there. Yeah, it was like, it was a meditation, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. It was, it was guided meditation. That. Very good, Amy. Yeah. So that's how you manage those emotions and those feelings. Yeah. I just try to remember... The beauty of the rainforest instead of being caught in the rain mm -hmm. nice have you thought about writing um meditations because i think that might be <clears throat> quite a gift to to write about rainforest and things like that mm -hmm. it would be fantastic mm -hmm. guided meditation i mean it's not come apparent but now you've said it it seems like a really good thing to do to help people mm -hmm. again with the meditation eases people so i think 
guiding them through to that serenity would be a really good thing to do. Mm. How about you, Lucy? How do you manage? Um, well, I'm not really sure, to be honest. Um, sometimes, personally, I would just, like, try and do something I like, um, like art and listen to music. Um, it doesn't really matter the music type um, and stuff like that, but um, also for me personally, I wouldn't really do meditations because um, I just can't seem to get my mind at rest and I'm always like fidgeting in some way and um, I can't really be quiet for that long. I have to say something. <laughs> yeah. So I think <laughs> your meditation is through your art then and listening to the music and you, you play music as well, don't you? You play the keyboard? Yeah, a little so bit. That would be your meditation. Yeah, because art a is movie, a meditation, isn't movie it? Movie meditation, yeah. Mm. What about when you're both angry? <laughs> oh, uh, I can tell some Because it's got, to be, it's got to be hard <laughs> to meditate when you're angry how do you release that how do what do you do with that um sometimes going on walks helps um i'm laughing because i always invite them on my walks and they're like no can't be bothered seven in the morning <laughs> oh. <laughs> um but well when i'm motivated um walks and going places where it isn't that busy with like cars and um more people yep so you go sort of on your own yeah and walk yeah i don't like to feel angry every time i do i can't i don't like feeling angry so i always express it in different ways like i cry a lot when i'm angry so uh -huh. that's kind of a coping mechanism yeah well mm -hmm. a lot of people stay away from people and be isolated during this time but i find it better to be around the people you know bring you peace mm. sort of thing like if i'm alone i'll think and when i think i just get angry again and i don't like to feel angry so i come sit with dad or something and he'll know what's wrong instantly like he just knows and it's just nice to have that telepathy <laughs> yes definitely <laughs> do you think it's a good idea just to sometimes have a really good scream <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> i was talking about this the other week um and how we deal with that anger and frustration as adults yeah do you like to have a good scream film do you know what I was actually saying? I'd really like to have a really good Tesco tantrum. <laughs> Tesco? <laughs> Is this obviously in the middle of Tesco? In, in the middle of Tesco, right. throw yourself on the floor okay. and have a really good tantrum. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Yeah. It works wonders, Comedy gold. It works wonders for, wonders for toddlers, though, doesn't it? <laughs> Yes. It's, it's a massive release yeah. of that emotion, that anger. Yeah. 
And they don't have to walk either because they get dragged out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Win-win. Yeah. Win. Uh, Tesco tantrum, I like that. <laughs> Brilliant. Would you consider having one of those girls? <laughs> they I, have. When the they're younger. Oh. The next time you go to Tesco with your dad, <laughs> that's the mission. <laughs> I'm usually embarrassing them in there. Yeah. Aren't I? Dancing Making, and singing. Uh, crazy noises and dad Cra- dancing in the aisles. Crazy noises. Pressing uh, all the dog toys while we were uh-huh. <laughs> I see. You're welcome. <laughs> my um, my nephew in Cornwall, quite a few years ago, he was a toddler, probably a little bit older, um, was having a Tesco tantrum. Um, and my dad um, at the time was... Removing him from the situation, removing him from the store. <laughs> um, and Zach was screaming, let go of me, let go of me, let go of me. Don't take me, don't take me. And he was actually, my dad was actually stopped by security <laughs> who thought he was kidnapping this child. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. But isn't there a technique um, called primal scream? where this is like a releasement of that energy that you speak of. And there's, I think it's the great late Louise L. Hay uh, would say to um, either scream into a pillow so no one would hear you, um, and it releases those toxins and that energy from you, making you feel more lighter and brighter. Or she also said to actually physically hit the pillow. Mm. And again, that would have the same impact, the same results there. It's just a means of getting rid of that energy that's stagnating, that's trying to change your vibration. And it's allowing you to uh, connect with your, again, your higher state of mind and being. Mm. I use sport not as a form of, you know, I don't get angry very often, but if I'm frustrated, then I usually use the sport you know, to work it out physically. Yeah. I find drumming's good yeah. for that as well. Mm. And also walking, a brisk mm. walk will, will change your mood as well. Yeah. When I'm angry, I personify that anger and write about it. So I imagine anger being a person and then write about this person. And it tends to get it off my chest to have something physical to resemble that anger makes it a lot easier to deal with when you personify the anger character then what does that character look like it's a shadow um round a corner because mm. it's always there but sometimes you just don't see it mm. how do you feel about anger Personally, I don't, I hate being angry. I would rather be sad than angry. Yeah, because it's not a nice emotion, is it, to feel angry? No. Mm. That's why when I'm angry, I, like, I cry a lot because (laughs) I really don't like that feeling. What you're actually doing is releasing it by crying, so Mm. it's quite a brave thing to do. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't be ashamed of letting the tears come out. Yeah. It's diffusing the anger as well, mm. isn't it? Yeah. 
softening it. And don't forget that we need to feel all emotions. If we don't, if we don't know what fear feels like, mm. then how do we know what love feels like? Yeah. Um, we need to be, it's that balance, isn't it? Mm. So we need to be able to experience all, of the all emotions. emotions. How I understand we? it from the yoga practices that you can experience all the emotions, but don't become the emotion. Yes. Yeah. So you can you observe it, you you experience it, you observe it, and you let it go. So feel the feel, feel that it. feeling. Yeah. But don't let it become an emotion because I think is that the difference between a feeling and an emotion is feelings come and go quite flippantly, just quite they come and go. Emotions are feelings with a story attached. Mm. So if you're well, a feeling, trigger, isn't yes, it? It yeah. a trigger point. Yeah. So we do have that. We can just should be able to just choose it's not managing to feel your that. emotions yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. We choose the feelings that we feel, don't we? Mm. So, yeah, choice in every moment. So I, you know, I would always advise to um, to anyone that's feeling overwhelmed with with any emotion, whether it's happy, sad or whatever, to just place the self on pause. Take that big, deep breath in through your nose. Hold that big, deep breath in the lungs for around five seconds and then breathe it out for five seconds and repeat that process for around a minute. And you'll find yourself, you'll have more clarity. Uh, you'll feel more relaxed, more calm to make um, a just decision. Definitely. What else do you both like to do when you're not writing and you're not drawing and you're not with your dad? Or what else do you like to do? What other hobbies have you got? I don't really know, to be honest. I like reading, obviously. Um, what sort of books do you like? What what's your what what's what genre is your favourite? Um. Historical fiction. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because I'm a big history fan and I like kind of learning about that time but as well having a story to read about it. So you can connect. Yeah. So having those details to learn about that time period but also have a character to Fall in love with, yeah. I read um, a tri. I think it was a trilogy of books. It might, it might have been more, um, but the first one was called Shadow Mancer, and it was it was fiction. It was about magic um, and evil priests and things like that. But what I enjoyed, there were there were books for teenagers, and both me and my mom read these books together. And after we'd finished them, we went then to uh, Whitby and Robin Hood's Bay mm -hmm. oh. because these books were all based, even though they were all fiction, mm -hmm. um, they were based mm. along that coastline. And what was fascinating, we could, we, so we, we, we went and then we, we took ourselves to the different locations that these books talked about. So that's what I like to do mm -hmm. as well with, with different books. I like things, I like to 
Like an adventure then. Yeah, yeah. So we, we were able to turn those books into an adventure then. Mm. That was that was fascinating. Mm. I think the girls have done very well. They have. Yeah, some very, uh, very elegant deep. words there and, uh, yeah, good insight. Yeah. For sure. The girls, do you want to ask us any questions? Let's flip the script, shall we? Ooh. Oh, is that the time? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you ever doubt yourself about your abilities? Yes. If I, I don't know who you were, if if that was aimed at everybody, all of us, but Everyone. yes, constant, not constantly. Um, I suppose sometimes it depends what emotion I'm in or what feeling I'm in, but um, yeah. I, do, I personally, I do uh, with card readings and things like that um, and doing lives. At one point I was doing lives on Facebook and things like that, doing the card readings live on Facebook. Um, and I haven't done one for quite a while because I I, t- I think I have a, a, a period of time where I think I'm not as good as any, I'm not as good as other people at doing this and I'll make myself look silly doing this and I doubt what I can do and I doubt my abilities. And I know that that doubt in my abilities is what's holding me back um, from being the best that I can be because I'm not allowing, I'm not allowing myself to be, to just be. <clears throat> I wouldn't say I doubt myself, but I question what I'm doing. <coughs> Excuse me. I question what I'm doing, why I'm doing it and how I'm doing it and to strive to self-develop all of the time, and to remain humble. Mm-hmm. Really, that's mm. I'd that's say how I feel. for me, I don't particularly have the doubts, but I am aware of the responsibility. And obviously when I'm going live, like uh, you, Phil, and um, doing the readings, I have to gather myself, my thoughts, my feelings, and synchronise them before I do the work and there is that element where I think okay this is important you know this could actually change somebody's way of thinking change their life um so I kind of have those thoughts before I work but I wouldn't say doubt because I've built up a relationship with my spirit team and my spirit guides over the years that um, I trust them implicitly with everything that they bring through. Um, But I am aware of the responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I think if I was to dwell on that too much, then the doubt could creep in. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a question. Um, Is there any, like, anything what's stood out to you the most? Like, anything from a card or type of crystal or what the spirit has told you what like you've kind of stuck with for quite a while oh wow that's a quite a deep question mm. isn't it yeah well i've had readings over the years um and to be honest i had a reading from a particular lady um maybe about 15 18 years ago and she was very accurate and everything was happening and still happens 
And I remember, remember that lady. Um, and I rang up to thank her for her help. And she'd sadly passed away. But, you know, I always remember that lady. You know, for the information that she gave me. Because I feel things, I don't hear or see things. So for me, it was really important to have that guidance and assurance when I was obviously developing uh, my my craft, if you want to call it craft or talents. And because you do sometimes think, am I doing the right thing? You know, when you, particularly when you're a teenager and you're younger, there's so many different options. And that really stood out for me, you know. Mm. One thing that stood out for me was um, somebody said, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts, um, somebody said to me, talking about crystals, um, be the crystal. We have those, we are made up of, we have the same elements as that crystal, that crystal is within us, that same structure. We don't need to hold the crystal, we are the crystal. Um, and that's always stuck with me. You've said that before. Yeah. 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 Um, I think with me, the ultimate one was uh, seeing my dad in spirit form mm. uh, before my <clears> eyes <throat> in my living room. Also seeing him at my mum's and my sister's as well, but also having uh, having the ability to hear him and have some conversation with him. So that still occurs now, and I've that always sticks with me as I feel very mm. blessed that, that he chooses to come and visit and, um, and um, bring his love with him. So yeah, I feel always mm. feel blessed for that. Mm. Brilliant. Oh, thank you, Amy. Thank you, Lucy. It's been yes, a pleasure to have you with us for this episode. Yeah, thank thank you. you so much. Thank you girls. Have you enjoyed it? Yeah. Good. Any last you've got, 25 seconds for a last word of wisdom uh is there life on mars (laughs) okay (laughs) i like that that one most definitely yes (laughs) okay brilliant so thank you very much both of you thank you julie it's a goodbye from me it's a goodbye from julie it's a goodbye from glenn and it's a goodbye from zippy um, and George girls Namaste Thank you for listening and continuing to support the Full Circle Podcast We would love for you subscribe and share don't forget to find us on our official Facebook page until next time Have a good time, all of the time.